a rather terrible little rendition of the Doctor Who theme on the stylophone there. You'll realise why we did that a bit later, but now Andrew is going to introduce the podcast. Over to Andrew. Hello and welcome to the Gallifrey Times podcast. We've taken quite a break, you may have noticed, um, but that is simply because me and Ben have been out hunting aliens. Do you want to say what we've been doing, Ben? Yeah, um, it's a crazy story, really. What happened was after we recorded the last episode, I got on the train to go and meet Andrew and ended up sat next to a really big fat guy who kept farting all the time. And I told Andrew about it and he said it might be a Slovene. I ended up following him up and down the country for three months um, until I realised that he was just a fat man with a flatulence problem. Okay. Yeah. Interesting stuff, Ben. I was um, out fishing as he as he tasked me to do and um, caught uh, Zygon and um, thought it was a Zygon, but um, it was just a fish. So after <laughs> after trying to cook it for a while, I, I put it back in the river. But I, 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 I you tried. You started to cook it and then put it back in the river when it was dead. Yeah, you should have seen it shoot up that river like you wouldn't believe it, it was <laughs> moving like the speed of light with its tail on fire. I tried to get a photo of the, the, the flying fish They do exist in the ocean, flying fish, electric eels and things Yeah, I think I saw that in QI But anyway, let's, let's carry on and get straight into the news In the news this month, there's quite a few new 13th Doctor books coming out The Woman Who Lived has recently come out Which looks at some of the important women from the show's history both fictional and real. There's also three new novels coming out in October, The Good Stuff by Juno Dawson, Molten Heart by Una McCormack, and Combat Magics by Steve Cole. There's no descriptions yet because they're trying to avoid spoilers. There's also a couple of children's books and a new 13th Doctor Mr. Men book. And of course there's been a lot of exciting promotions for Series 11, which is on next week on Sunday the 7th of October at 6.45pm. But Ben, you've already been to see it, haven't you? Yep, I was very lucky to have been invited to the press launch. Let's not underestimate this. You were very, very, very lucky to (laughs) have gone to that. Um, So, Ben, the big question, what can you tell us about the episode? Um, Well, it's an hour long, and to be honest, that's pretty much all I'm allowed to say. Ben, (laughs) this isn't giving us the juice that we want. We want um, to know more. It was really secretive, though, Um, at the start, before they played the episode, they had Chris Chibnall came on and um, said a little thing, and then he basically begged everyone not to reveal any spoilers because it, it is better when when you watch it um, without knowing anything. Wow. I, one random thing um, is that I, you got to hear the new theme tune, whereas we're not going to on the first episode. Is it something like that? Um, yeah. I don't know how it's going to be in the final one, but in over the credits, it had the theme, um, and it was really good. I think it's been said online that they used elements of the original, but it's very faithful to the original, and it's more, it seemed more electronic than the orchestral versions that Murray Gold did. Wasn't it a styrofoam? Is it, uh, what's the the instrument? The, the electronic. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think it was a styrofoam. <laughs> not a styrofoam. Not a styrofoam. Oh, I said styrofoam. It wasn't a styrofoam. I think they had a bit more advanced equipment than a styrofoam and a xylophone. There was a strange um, instrument, though. You know what I mean? Like uh, that has where you move your hand or something between two uh, magnets. Or that was yeah. Well, that was on the Graham Norton thing the other day. They were using a the theremin. Okay. 
there, that's the that's what I meant. It's the thing that the Beach Boys use and stuff. Yeah, it's a really interesting instrument as well because it's the only well the only one I know of that you play without touching because you just wave your hands near and it picks it up. And like when you go higher, I think it's higher pitched, and when you move it further away, it's quieter. So it's it's really cool. Definitely a hard thing to master. Yeah, I I don't know if they used one of those in the theme tune, but it's definitely more um, electronic and. Yeah, I, I really liked it. To be honest, I was hoping there would be some new music. I wasn't too keen. Um, the most recent theme tune music, I think our editor, associate editor, Louis, referred to it as a cat in a microwave. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. I've, I wasn't keen on the screechy theme tune. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. The thing is, I'm going to miss Murray Gold because I really liked his music, but the music in the first episodes, I've got to be honest, I didn't, I didn't really notice it, but... It it was there and it kind of really impacted on the drama, but it wasn't like you know how the doctor's theme like do 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 yeah like I didn't notice anything like that. It was just sort of sort of more in- integrated. If you don't notice the music too much, then it's working. Yeah, well that's the that's the job. It's like when you're playing the song, it's it's all good. But if you hear one wrong note, then you notice the one wrong note. Whereas if like everyone's playing perfectly, then you don't really notice any mistakes that's a terrible analogy but no it's, it's i think it's i think it's cool i think um when there is something that's an anomaly an anomaly if i can say that <laughs> word in a brave choice of words yeah in uh music um as musicians that we are um then that's something that would you know you would think hang on what's what let's uh take a second look at that and um but yeah i suppose that's a that's an art as in itself um, right, so Ben, I've I've read the piece of um, work that you did for this website, and I genuinely encourage people to take a look at Ben's reporting of his day in Sheffield. Um, and it's spoiler free, so that's a good thing. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna embarrass Ben a bit by quoting him, and um, <laughs> and he says, um, "The woman who fell to earth feels very cinematic. Everything is bigger in scale. The production is slicker, and the drama has increased." And then um, that sounds enticing, Ben. But you've said, following that, you've said it was scary. So let's let's break it down and um, tell us how it was. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll go back to the cinematic and bigger scale because they've used new new cameras and equipment, I think, that they use in cinema, like filming. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there's just more sort of wide shots of, like, the city and... Well, I read, I actually read that it's the first time they've done it in widescreen, which I I found kind of hard to believe because I've, you know, like on Netflix, it seems to be in widescreen, Doctor Who, already, mm. but um, is it is it the first time they've actually filmed it in widescreen, if that makes sense? Yeah, I think I think must be. And the CGI is meant to be absolutely spot on for, for the budget. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I said it was scary, and the, the new monster... It's actually really quite gruesome. Okay. Um, to, to look at, yeah, it's. Every- so I'm already hiding behind the sofa here. Then. <laughs> yeah. I told my mum about it. She watches Doctor Who as well, um, and I described the monster to her, and she just said, "I'm not watching that." <laughs> okay, so, yeah. that's a really good bit of promotion for the new series there, Ben. Well, done. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, she watched the rest of the episode, and then I'll just tell her to cover her eyes when it comes on. But yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, is it one of those things that you shouldn't watch, like um, straight after dinner? <laughs> yeah, I, I won't watch it. I won't watch it eating your dinner. No. 
Um, ben, something else you said in um, your piece of writing um, is that it was emotional. Mm. Um, so I was curious to know, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a clip you, you pointed out to me, um, which basically Jodie Whittaker, the 13th Doctor, at, some, at one point says, I'm looking for a doctor, you know. Um, mm. And that that in itself is just quite a, I don't know, revealing statement. Yeah, I mean, that element of it, of the Doctor trying to find herself is really well done in this episode um i think it's it's always been quite well done um but yeah it's really nice to see jody and and her character trying to sort of remember that she's a doctor and it's what's really good about it is there's lots of little things she said like um we're all capable of the most incredible change and we're going to stay true to who we are um and she mentions like change quite a bit and it's kind of obviously she's on about her as the doctor, but as well it's sort of talking to the audience saying how the doctor's changed and she's sort of helping us through it, which is really nice. Yeah, in the clip you showed me, um, which of the characters is it that says Madame or Madame? Is, it, is that um, <laughs> um, Mandeep Gill as the police <laughs> officer? Um, and and that's the moment that it seems that she realizes she's a woman, and it's, and that's kind of it. That's quite cool. So who is it that breaks it to the doctor? You know? Yeah, they've handled it really well actually with her being a woman. It's not, it's sort of mentioned obviously, but it's not overdone or overstated, which is cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, emotional. Surprisingly. One of the most emotional characters, or the character who had the most emotional moment, was actually Bradley Walsh's character. Even though he's really funny throughout the whole thing, um, there are some scenes where it's quite emotional. And his relationship with um, Grace, his wife, played by Sharon D. Clark, that's a really nice um, chemistry they've got, and it, it feels really like normal that they argue a little bit and like they make jokes and they're like snuggling up to each other and that it's it's really cute that's really cool yeah i'm looking forward to it um and and actually more and more bradley walsh's character is going to be great i'll tell you who he reminds me of it reminds me of wilf you remember donna's granddad oh my goodness okay it's it's that kind of really nice character that you'd sort of love to know in real life sort of nice happy-go-lucky chap sort of thing that's great so yeah wilf is just an awesome awesome character such a gentle guy yeah i miss wilf well, I mean, you've said it was scary, you've said it was emotional, and you've, and you've explained why, but you also said it's very northern. Well, it's it's set in Sheffield, which is why the premiere was in Sheffield. Um, but, yeah, there's sort of a lot of nods to it being in Sheffield. Um, the new companions are from Sheffield, essentially. Yeah, the new companions are from Sheffield. Yeah. And most of the people in the episode talk with a thick northern accent, so it's, it's kind of... You know how Moffat was always mentioned in Scotland and like the doctor and Amy were Scottish and yeah it, it's it's kind of like that but now it's it's slowly traveling down the UK so now it's in <laughs> is, that, is that how you see it yeah I think, I think <laughs> a few in a few doctors time they'll all be from like Cornwall get or <laughs> <laughs> turning into a pirate show <laughs> rather than a, a, a science fiction show yeah uh, Christopher Eccleston um I think when he first heard about Charlie Whittaker becoming a doctor he's quoted as saying well she's she's a woman and she's northern <laughs> what could possibly go wrong and I think it's kind of got a point because although sometimes they did feel a bit too much like it was too northern and them having sort of regional dialects does make it feel a lot more real like when you watch um other shows and they're all speaking the queen's english like hello my name is whatever (laughs) like it 
it doesn't feel that real, but... Like them, the world service type style. Yeah, but them having northern accents and just being genuine, yeah. It's, I mean, you're so right, because um, a show like BBC Radio 5, dare I mention it, is... Um, is I'm sure presented by um, a lot of northern presenters and mm. um, and sort of Brummy, but you know Birmingham presenters because the accent, frankly, can sound friendlier. Does does that make sense? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean Liverpool accent. I think it's a brilliant accent as well. Yeah, I love the Liverpool accent. I I don't think I've ever met anyone else who loves the Liverpool accent. <laughs> I, well, I've got family in Liverpool, Ben. This oh, is personal, okay. so big up to my family in Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, it was they they invaded Liverpool from Ireland, so it's kind of like a... <laughs> when your family t- brought out a whole invasion, charging the Spears. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that well, if if that happens, that's a part of history that I'd like to correct at some point. <laughs> yeah, we'll read about that in the textbooks in history lessons. Oh goodness me. Uh, um, How the newbies invaded Liverpool. And then went on to conquer Norwich. <laughs> OK, um, so to get to the key thing, you've put the most importantly, it's exciting. Um, so it, it sounds like you just loved watching it. Yeah, it, I think it helped that I was in a cinema and I was talking to Tom about this, our editor, um, because when Jody was announced, I was one of those many that were upset and angry at it. I've got, I've got it quoted here, Ben. I'm going to read it. <laughs> yep, I told Chibnall. <laughs> I actually told Chibnall that I was upset when they cast Jody. Yeah. Um, but I had, a, I had a chat with him, and he said, well, it's like that with every Doctor. Like, you're never sure of it, but once you see him for a few episodes, you go, yeah, this is the Doctor, and you, you come to love them. And so I think... Going and watching it at the cinema and having all that hype and the red carpet sort of took me into it in a really positive attitude. And that made me not necessarily fall in love with Jodie's Doctor, but it really helped me warm to her. And and I think at the moment she still doesn't quite feel like the Doctor to me, but I think, as with any Doctor, that takes a couple of episodes. Yeah, I was thinking exactly the same thing in terms of, like, you know, no one could beat Christopher Eccleston's Doctor, then comes David Tennant and he's fantastic. No one possibly could follow the 10th Doctor, David Tennant, and then Matt Smith blows everyone away. No one could possibly follow the 11th Doctor, Matt Smith being so, so good. Um, and Peter Capaldi just proves everyone wrong yeah, again. Who, so Peter Capaldi, who is universally loved, as I think has now been well established on social media. Yeah. After that comment from the BBC. Which comment? There was an article um, by the BBC. Someone wrote, um, it's a great way to refresh the franchise, especially after four years of Peter Capaldi, who certainly wasn't universally loved. Oh, I thought there was loads of love for Capaldi. Like everyone on Amino and on social media loved him. Peter Capaldi is... is is absolutely amazing, and the the whole beauty or or the magic of that was because he was such a fan himself, mm. growing up, and um and so he was made for the role, and so so funny, and I think really explored the the extremes of the Doctor's um of psyche, you know, and so mm. um yeah, it is I I feel it's um sad, but uh, yeah, we've wandered off. Um, yeah, we have. So, uh, should we go back to the episode? There's also the Q and A after. Um, yes, which um, I made some notes on. Um, Jodie did all of her own stunts um, in the first episode, which she's really proud of. Um, 
Um, yeah, you've put, I mean, the, your piece of writing, going referring to it again, I saw about Tyson Cole as well, that um, he was asked, you know, what did his family think about him being Doctor Who? And he said his dad <laughs> thinks he's in Star Trek. Yeah, it was, it was just like, they don't, they don't really care. They don't really know what's going on. But I guess if they're actors, then they're used to they're seeing them in different things. And it's just normal to them. And this thing about Bradley Walsh, um, who uh, just come back from the Ritz or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know whether that was a true story or not, but he was just so funny throughout the whole Q&A. And he wore a wig instead of colouring his hair grey. Yeah, well, they said um, they wanted Graham to look um, older, because obviously he's um, Ryan's step-granddad, I guess. But anyway, yeah, he was meant to look older, um, but... Bradley Walsh didn't want to dye his hair because he's on the chase, obviously. Sorry, I didn't realise. Did you just say that um, Bradley Walsh plays Brian's step granddad? Yeah, um, I I didn't think we'd be allowed to say that, but the Radio Times have revealed it, so I'm just. Well, I'm just it's just the first time I've heard it. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's brilliant. Um, it's going to be awesome. I, I think that possibly gets classed under spoiler, but <laughs> um, it's going to be great. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Okay, Ben, so arguably more exciting than The Woman Who Fell to Earth is the new launch of the brand new Gallifrey Times website. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know whether it's quite on that level. I suppose it is for us, it's it's exciting, but yeah. Yeah, but and you obviously, um, you know, to do it just before the, the series comes out, it's, um, it's pretty daring. It's like you're beating Doctor Who to the punch there. <laughs> yeah, well, the idea was the Doctor's regenerated, so... We we would regenerate as well. But let's be honest, you've, <laughs> Gallifrey Times has the site has really changed, hasn't it? But um, do you want to explain some of what went into it and um, and how it um, presents itself now? Yeah, well, basically we've moved from Blogger to WordPress, which is a much more secure and flexible platform, and we basically redesigned the whole website, and it's now a lot cleaner. Um, a lot easier to use, and everything's sort of tidied up a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've also got some new features on the website. We've got a donate button um, because we've all we've always been ad free. That's something Tom said right from the start. Because we're we're doing this because we love Doctor Who and we want to help people get the latest news, and we love writing about it and talking about it. Um, and we didn't want to put a load of adverts on there to make it look garish and distract you from the content so there are some sites like that yeah we we, we, we won't name names but yes there are um so we were just having a chat about what we can do to because we do competitions and stuff and we have to buy prizes at the moment we've just been buying them so we wanted to basically fund the Gallifrey Times but not do adverts so um I think it was Kitty suggested a donate button so on the website sidebar, there's a donate button. You don't. We're not putting any pressure on you, but if you want to, you know, give us a quid or two to help towards it, then that will be lovely. Yeah, um, it would. And if if you want to get something back in return for helping us, we'll shortly be lo- launching our shop. Um, we've got some t-shirts and jumpers and stuff with the new Gallifrey Times logo on, and. You know, as time goes on, we'll probably add more designs and maybe even get people 
submitting their own designs. So that will be coming soon. Um, and in fact, I've got my Gallifrey Times t-shirt today. It arrived today and it looks great. So I can't wait to wear that next time I go for my... Uh, Alien hunting trips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say my evening dinners with Chris Chibnall and Bradley Walsh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I don't actually know them that well. Um, I'm sure that they took a great interest in um, uh, taking a note of your details and uh, um, <laughs> making future plans not to be in your company. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've, they've put me on some sort of list, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you're safe. So um, the new logo, um, I have to say, Ben, is pretty cool. Um, it's the the Gallifrey um, Citadel, mm-hmm. um, and so it kind of works, right? Yeah, we wanted something simple. Um, we wanted just a simple symbol that we could use um, as a standalone thing as well. Um, and as well as the symbol, we've also got a new tagline covering every dimension of the universe because our previous one was bringing you the latest Doctor Who news daily or something like that, but... Now we're so much more than a news site because we do reviews, podcasts. We've got feature articles, which remind me in a bit I'm going to mention about Ifan. Okay. Um, and we also do, you know, event coverage. We speak to fans and do interviews. We're on Hoovy and Zamino as well. We've got quite a big presence on there. So We're starting off on Facebook as well, I think. But is that right? Yep, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. YouTube, we're everywhere. <laughs> you won't be able to move for us. <laughs> that, um, yeah. But you, you mentioned articles. Um, you asked me to remind you about the articles that we're yes. going to have. That's why we need two hosts, because I forget stuff and you can remind me. Okay. But, yeah, we've got um, Suzanne Says, which is Suzanne's opinion articles, which she does, and they are great, so make sure you definitely go and check those out. Um, but we've also got a new one, Ifan Investigates. Um, one of our team, Ifan, who manages our Instagram account really well, I must add. Um, little shout out to Ifan there. He's doing a great job on Instagram. And he came to us from Amino, Huvian's Amino. And on there, he'd been posting stuff looking at the science and particularly the math behind Doctor Who because he's he's such a clever guy and he... He understands all this science and math better than anyone I've met. So we thought it'd be interesting to get him on the website talking about that. You can hear Ifan um, give a, a brilliant breakdown of um, the gravity um, complexities in the episode World Enough in Time. Um, and that was in a, well, I can't remember which podcast, Ben, but it was one that we did not so long ago. I can't um, remember what one it was, but, you know, just go back and listen to all our podcasts. That's that's the best way to do it. Yeah. And while we're on the podcast, actually, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so on the website. If you go to the podcast page, there's a sign-up form there. Um, we are going to be sending out a monthly newsletter, um, which you can... Well, it's the same thing you're signing up for, um, but that'll have highlights from the news and some of our feature articles and the latest podcast. So, yeah. Sign up for that. And you get a free fluffy dead Zygon as well. (laughs) Yeah, Andrew will send you one from his private collection. (laughs) Um, Potentially. Um, (laughs) A free stuffed Ben, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever uh, whatever kid wants for Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, um, yo ho ho. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't mention the c word this early. Christmas is um yeah it's fast approaching I, I suppose but most importantly series eleven is fast approaching and um what a brilliant link that was was it well done Andrew <laughs> was it okay so yeah sorry carry on um okay yeah 
Doctor Who will be on on October the 7th at 6.45pm in the UK and um, we hope you absolutely love it. Yep. So it's bye-bye from me and... It's goodbye from him. <laughs> yeah, should we do the, the two, two runnings? runnings? <laughs> okay, let's do the two runnings. <laughs> we, so, we, need, we need a signature sign-off. I think we do. Um, so it's goodbye from Ben. And it's goodbye from Andrew. Who's who? <laughs> I don't know what we're trying to do. Okay, let's just say um so until so until then it's it's good fry it's goodbye from <laughs> It's good fry. It's good fry. Um until then it's Stephen Fry and uh, Peter Capaldi. Um no. What what do you want to be a, a fraggle or uh <laughs> <laughs> Let's just let's just say goodbye for now and see you again very soon. Okay, um, and so until we next meet um, in, via the podcast, um, we hope you have an excellent time ahead. And enjoy the woman who fell to earth. And enjoy the woman who fell to earth. <laughs>